and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of our lives. Today, I want to dive in to a bit of an uncomfortable topic. We're talking about vulnerability and how it links to authenticity and really how to make sure that you get close to the uncomfortable parts of yourself. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I was playing around a little bit with what to talk about this week, kind of swaying back and forth to a few things that are really present in my life right now. And, and I decided that it was really important to actually dive into the concept of vulnerability. We've, we've touched a little bit on vulnerability with a few guests on the show over the last well, almost couple of years, which I can't believe that this is going to be, this is headed into two years in the, in the autumn. But they, it's, it's important to actually feel into what vulnerability really is. You know, there's a tendency to have people say, you know, we all know the Brené Brown concept that vulnerability is is partnered with courage. It's such a courageous act to to be vulnerable. And of course, that's totally and completely true. I mean, being vulnerable within yourself takes great, great courage. But I want to dive into the partnership between vulnerability and authenticity. You know, authenticity... Um, was it's become such a, a hot word, you know? It's like I must be authentic. I must be authentic, you know. Does your does your word speak of authenticity? Everybody checks in with their throat chakra really quickly of making sure that they're speaking from their heart, from their authentic selves. And yet, I've found that it is a very interesting um, step into authenticity to begin with vulnerability. I'm gonna tell you why. Authenticity can so often be a guise that we put on. It's it's a mask. It and although that doesn't sound like authenticity, it really can be um, this image put forward. It's like we quickly make decisions about the person that we want to show up whole in the world as, without taking the vulnerable step to actually go within the person you are. As people, we are built on layers, you know. Um, it's really interesting because I'm leaning into working on this program that I'm working on. And I was discussing how this, you know, we start life coming into this new life, knowing ourselves. You look at a small baby and they don't question themselves. They're not, they're not second guessing who they quote unquote should be in the world. Rather, they are, they are their authentic selves. We each were our authentic selves the moment, hmm, even before we were born, in the womb, we had a sense of who we are. And as soon as we were able to get into trouble, as soon as we were able to, you know, approach things that we shouldn't touch, or as soon as we, you know, reached for the light switches, or as soon as we could, you know, try to attempt to cross roads and things, we immediately had restrictions put upon us, which of course, all those are very healthy, important restrictions to have, but they still meant that certain things got layered on top. But those important ones also then gave way to other people's opinions, the shoulds of our lives. What people thought we should wear, shouldn't wear, should believe, shouldn't believe, 
um, the people we should hang out with or not hang out with. There, there was immediately um, certain beliefs that were implied and those layers began to build. Some people talk about the onion, right? That layer upon layer, you have to peel back the layers of the onion in order to find that core self. I often like to describe it too, like imagining, you know, when you were a child and you would go underneath the blankets and you'd have a flashlight and you'd be reading under blankets. And from the outside, you could see the flashlight, but the more layers of blankets that you pile up, that light dims and you can no longer see it from the outside of that room. We all, from, you know, from quite early on, start gathering up the blankets. And so often, authenticity can take those layers of the blankets in tow. It's like, it, it's like you get to know yourself from all of those layers, which of course do provide you with great information and great knowledge about yourself and the person you want to be and the person you don't want to be. And by all means, all those layers need to be taken into consideration. But it's the flashlight, the light below all those layers that who is who you really are. So you look at social media, you look at the way we are beginning to be programmed to be in the world. And the authentic self is often interpreted as who you present yourself as. What's that top blanket like? What's that image of how you show up in the world? What do you look like? You know, um, are you wearing things that are authentic to you? Are you writing things in your posts that are authentic to you? Are you eating the food that you really like? Is that what's authentic to you? The vulnerability aspect of this comes in of actually pulling back the blankets, pulling back the layers of that long mountain on the bed and actually uncovering the bright light within. And that is a vulnerable practice because often we don't like to look at all of those layers. It is incredibly intimidating to actually find the solace and the silence to actually dive deep within that inner space. It can feel like ripping a Band-Aid off and exposing a wound to air sometimes because, and that's not to say that it's just about exposing trauma or just about exposing hurt. It's actually more, the vulnerability can often be found in the concern of actually not knowing yourself at all. You can kind of tiptoe into that silence and there's that hesitation, that rather suspension as you start to peel back the layers of actually asking yourself whether you are truly prepared for the journey within. And of course, you have that lovely thing of homeostasis where your brain will always try to keep you in that space where you're used to being. So, you know, homeostasis is that the fact that your body, your physical makeup relies on that sense of balance. So keeping things as normal as possible. And your brain is the same. So as soon as you start pulling back that layers, your brain is going to kick up a fuss. So that adds to that vulnerability. So it's a question of starting off very simply and being really honest with yourself. It's about taking a step and asking yourself, what are the layers here? And also 
encouraging yourself to say, just peel back a little bit at a time. It's okay. You've got your life to find this. Because each layer of those blankets is still part of your life. It's still part of the things that formed your perspective. It's still part of the experience that is making you your human self. You know, we're showing up whole here. We're not pulling apart the pieces. You're embracing the pieces. You're embracing each blanket, each duvet, each bed sheet, whatever's on there. You are embracing those fully and acknowledging them as part of your journey. But then you're rewinding to the fact of the the light within that journey and also the version of yourself that is actually on the journey. The journey does not define you. You are the one that experienced the journey. And just like someone who walks along a dusty road will end up with some dust on their shoes, you're not defined by the dust. Rather, you have to acknowledge the dust in order to and wash it off or deal with it in some way or the other. You're not going to walk on someone's white carpet with dust on your shoes. So it's a question of acknowledging your journey. We're using a lot of analogies in this episode. <laughs> so it's a question of acknowledging your journey and knowing that it is unfolding in front of you, offering you contrast, offering you knowledge, offering you insight, but you are still the whole person that is walking that road. Here's another analogy. And I can't remember if I've used this one here or not. But I always see um, our human experience a bit like a tea infusion. You know, you come in as pure positive spirit, like water. And it's poured through, you know, a tea bag of your life experience. And the longer that you steeped in that tea bag then the stronger the brew becomes. But you can remove the tea bag and that water is still transformed. It's still changed. You cannot take the tea out of a water. That energy is transformed. Your energy is transformed with your life experience. So it's almost like that light is transformed in different hues and different textures from the blankets above it. And yet you still want to actually get know, to know the purity of that light. It's important to dive in to releasing those layers. And it doesn't have to be the big healing journey that so often gets portrayed. Rather, it's about two words, curiosity and compassion. Let's talk curiosity and compassion as a way of embracing the vulnerability of going within yourself. Curiosity, because if you approach your inner work with curiosity, you're going to find that you give yourself permission to poke. What do I mean by poke? I mean, when something comes up, rather than hiding away from it, say say something you feel guilty about or say something you feel angry about or say something comes up that you feel frustrated about. So you have a negative emotion that comes up about an experience and 
your layers that are, you know, those layers of blankets might make you push away or run away or react in a negative way. When you approach those layers with curiosity and compassion, the curiosity means that you, you poke at those blankets. You go, um, why am I feeling this way? Why is this emotion coming up? Why am I feeling so strong about this? Why is my perspective from this angle? And is there a different angle that I can approach it? It becomes playful. Um, it also means that you, in asking those questions, you are actually actively releasing layers because you're not letting the layers become your defining perspective. Instead, you're actually just poking them a little bit and seeing how you can release them. I'm also going to add that you're actually initiating a connection with divine when you do that because you're actually asking for support and help. Even just asking those questions, you are asking those questions out into the universe. You are asking those questions out as, as a way of of finding solution. And the universe will always have you back in that. With compassion, when you tiptoe into these layers with compassion, what you are doing is you are surrounding yourself in love and not judging yourself for the reaction. The curiosity is the poke poke and the compassion is I love you anyway. It is a whole journey within. And I got to say, your spirit, your inner light will love this as soon as you can sense from the outside layers that you are tap, tap, tapping and, and diving in, it will leap for joy. You will start to feel a sense of ease and release as your light just shines bright within yourself. Because the truth is, is that your light wants to shine out. It wants to shine as brightly as possible. And within that, it is, it is eager for those layers to be released. So will you put the blankets back over after the tap, tap, tapping? Potentially. Um, your brain patterns will likely try to put things back in place the way that you left them before. And at the same time, you will find that the more you approach authenticity with vulnerability, curiosity, and compassion, you're going to find that things can't go back to the way things were. The layers won't fit anymore. It's like a badly built jigsaw puzzle when you've taken it apart too often. They will not fit because your perspective will have changed. Part of those layers will be made up of guilt and shame and negative beliefs about yourself. And as soon as you commit to vulnerability with getting to know yourself, being curious about who you are rather than judging yourself and having compassion for who you are, then immediately those pieces of shame and guilt and negative belief can't fit that same way. Your next challenge on that is going to be the commitment of it because it's just going to be a process of remembering to poke, 
away vulnerably to find your authentic center. It's also really interesting to make sure that you you explore a few different versions of this authentic showing up. I mean, we talked about at the beginning of this episode, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, what you post on social media. It's like, is this version of myself the person I want to be? Are these clothes authentic to myself? Are these things authentic to myself? And although those are outer images and um, things that can take your attention, you can also poke those with the same concepts of vulnerability, compassion, and curiosity. It's like, why do I feel it's important to present myself like this? There's your curiosity. Then the compassion of, "Mm, I love myself no matter what, so I will carefully and delicately tiptoe into why I need to do that. And then that vulnerability of actually asking yourself from the heart-centered space, what am I trying to do within this? What's the story I'm trying to tell? And am I telling a story of the person that I want to be or the person I really am? Or the person that I think I should be? The person I think everybody wants me to be or that I want them to see me as? It's, it starts, isn't, can you see how it just tiptoes into this curiosity and compassion? Let's never forget, you are a divine spiritual being. You are pure positive energy that has come here for this human experience. And this human experience is here to give you a platform, a, a buffet of re- enriching experiences for you to dive into and have the contrast in some of them and explore and get to know yourself on a much deeper, deeper level. It is here to help you grow and expand and flourish. Now, those layers of all those shoulds do sometimes get in the way of that. And just like I often, whenever I tell people about the energy healing that I do, I often remind them that it's it's like, you know, energy flows through you like a beautiful stream. And life experience sometimes is a bit like debris and clutter or like leaves and sticks that get stuck in that stream, which slows the stream down. So you clear those out in order to continue the flow and finding the ways of being vulnerable and having compassion for yourself and curiosity for yourself and actually exploring the reasons why you process things the way you do is a process of releasing some of those layers that you can do yourself. Surrounding yourself in love, surrounding others in love, holding space for all the variety of color in the world. You know, life's not black and white. It's not polarized that we are being led to believe. There is so many ranges of colors, you know. So it's a question of making space for that and holding space for that and asking yourself the reasons why you might be holding perspectives of things being curious and compassionate about what you're afraid of and being vulnerable with that feeling and being honest with yourself. That's a process of authenticity. Authenticity also leads to you knowing what you love, what drives you, what juices you up, what fills you with passion, what gets you excited. 
all of these things are are the process of authenticity. And it's a question of being vulnerable. It's a question of diving deep within yourself in order to be true to yourself. You know, I was raised with the, well, with quite frankly, a love of Shakespeare. And the, the phrase of to that own self be true was rang out throughout my house continually. And it was something that really struck a chord with me. Um, it's a beautiful speech in Hamlet. And to, to listen to that concept, to thine own self be true, um, then it really is, I'm just trying to remember the rest of the phrase and I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> so I'm not going to repeat the whole thing. But it, it really is a question of what, what does that mean to you? How can you shine out as the truest version of yourself? Honestly, vulnerably, authentically, with curiosity and compassion. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this, honestly. Um, and so you can always feel free to reach out. Come on to social media, you know. Um, come on to over at Spiritually Aware Parenting. You can find my Instagram under that name. And there's also my Facebook page. You know, um, there's always a post about the podcast. So feel free to just share your thoughts. What do you think about this? Um, I also want to encourage you to make sure that you sign up for my mailing list. We do live in a very strange time. Social media is always not the most reliable thing right now. And quite honestly, it's vitally important to me that I keep in touch with everybody. So please feel free. I'm, I've, I've now changed the name of my newsletter list to actually weekly scrolls because I do send out a weekly newsletter full of lots of inspiring tips and spiritual perspectives. So make sure you sign up for that. And also you can feel free to check out my website, spirituallywearparenting.com. There's going to be a few changes happening over the next few months, which I'm really, really excited about. That's where you can find me at this moment. And in the meantime, in all of this, love and light. <laughs>